All right. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> and all of you for the ag aggressively warm welcome. All right. The other day, uh, my wife, Elena, and I uh, were at the grocery store. We stopped there on the way home because Elena wanted to grab some wine to have at the house. So we went to the liquor section at Woodman's, and we got inside. I broke off from Elena because I didn't feel like drinking wine, and I just was going to walk around and see if there's something else I wanted. So I'm standing in front of the beer cooler where, like, all the single-serve beers are. And then all the wine aisles are right over here. And I see her come around the corner to the aisle that's, like, right beside me. She's got one bottle like this in her little arms. That's her right there. And then she's got, she's got another bottle like this. And she's just, she comes around the corner. So this is the corner. <laughs> and just, I watch her have this entire conversation with herself through her facial expressions. Like, do da do I wonder if I want any Cabernet. That's a Cabernet. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and I'm just standing there watching this all happen. She has no idea I'm watching her. And then once she, like, makes her decision, puts, readjusts everything, <laughs> I go, Elena, and she, like, <laughs> and I'm just laughing so hard. Um, so it's one of my favorite things to do is like watch her think out loud just through her body language and her facial expressions. And there'll be times where we're having a conversation or an argument. And, and I'll, be, I'll be explaining something to her and it'll be the same thing where it's just, <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean, what? I didn't say anything. Your face did. <laughs> and what am I not supposed to move my face now? <laughs> Anyways, I love you. Um, <laughs> so we're just different. I don't wear my emotions like on my sleeve like that or on my face very much until they get really intense. So... When I'm feeling and thinking about things, I tend to go more inside of myself to the point it might be hard for people to really know what it is I'm thinking or feeling if I'm not actually saying it out loud. So I have learned that I have to think before I talk, or I usually, that's my process, is I usually tend to think about things before I say them. Elena definitely talks out loud in order to think. And there's not, neither one's right or wrong, it's just different. So, for example, uh, I don't tend to talk out loud to myself very often. I rarely do that. But I can walk into a room that Elena is having a, f a full conversation out loud with herself in, and I'll start looking around and I'm like, who are you talking to? Oh, myself, I was just blah, blah, blah. So, um, so she's like that. I'm definitely not like that. I'm all internal. She's external. Uh, so when I answer a question, it's more likely that you're going to be very close to what my final answer is to that question or what I at, at least think in that moment. You're going to be close to what I think or believe, but it might take me a while to get there. I might sit in silence for a little bit. When Elena answers a question, I might hear five answers before I get to see what she actually is trying to say, think, or feel. So I can't hold her to the first thing that she says. So this can tend to be frustrating if I'm treating her the way that I 
process things myself and I'm expecting her to do that, to think about things and to process information the exact same way. Um, it can be frustrating when I forget that we're different people. So a lot of our arguments and our disagreements come down to one of us or both of us treating the other person as though we are the same person. Elena can ask me something, start talking about something else, and then turn to me and say, are you gonna answer my question? As though I have been purposely ignoring her or ignoring her without even realizing it. And most of the time, I've not been ignoring her and I'm actually taking time to think about what my answer is before I say it out loud. But because that's not how she answers questions, to her it doesn't appear that way. So this can frustrate her because she can feel like I'm ignoring her and I get frustrated when she gets frustrated because I feel like I'm being accused of doing something wrong that I'm not actually doing. I'm trying to answer a question, I just need time. So if we flip that, I can ask her about something and she oftentimes will start talking immediately out loud to answer the question or to talk about whatever it is we're talking about. And sometimes the things that come out of her mouth are very different than what she actually means or wants to express or what she actually believes. So this is extremely frustrating to me when I feel like the things that she says sound completely ridiculous, like how could anybody ever think or feel that way? Like, you're, I know you don't really think that. And if I hold her to the first thing that she says, I can get really frustrated really quickly with her. I'm treating her like she thinks and talks the same way that I do. So needless to say, this has led to a lot of disagreements and arguments um, that finally end with me saying what I think and her going, that's what I just said. So we have all these arguments where after an hour of going back and forth that they get really heated. I'm like, wait, so you're saying this? And she's like, yeah, I've been saying that this whole time. And then I repeat back to her, do you want to know what you actually said? And then I go, you said A, B, C, not C, D, B, or what is that, CBD? <laughs> but you said this, and she goes, oh, well, yeah, no, I meant what you said. And it's like, oh, so we just wasted an hour of our lives because neither of us slowed down to figure it out. Um, so I've learned I have to try and help her get the words to what it is she's actually thinking and feeling. And when I don't do that as a first step, it leads to a lot of wasted time of us going back and forth in frustration. So understanding that some people need to uh, think, need to, sorry, some people need to talk to think, like I was explaining about Elena, that's how she is. I call that external, they need to externally process, that's how they process information. Versus thinking to talk, which is what I do. So you can ask me a question, I might need a minute, I might need it to sit and be quiet, and then you'll eventually get an answer that's fairly in the ballpark of what I actually think and feel and believe. Um, we've learned to treat each other in a way that helps us communicate better and get the best out of each other, as well as avoid a lot of fights and have a lot less fights than what we were having. We've gotten better with that the more we learn to this part about each other. So a day after that incident, I wish Michaela was in here right now because this is about Michaela. So a day after that incident at the grocery store where I watch Elena 
animatedly picking out bottles of wine and having this conversation with herself through her actions. Um, I looked over at Michaela, and she was pick. I think she was she was either flipping up chairs or she was picking up these placards. Um, she was doing something completely normal, and she stopped, and she had a huge. Re so okay, this is Michaela. Just my best Michaela impression. And she, so she did the same thing. Like I watched, I looked over and I just watched her have this whole conversation externally with her body. So even though she wasn't saying with anything, she was thinking with her face. And, with, and I go, You're, are you an external processor? Do you? And she's like, yeah, why? And I told her yesterday this whole story that happened the day before with Elena and how funny it is to me and how much I enjoy watching that. And I go, thank you, you just gave me another one of those moments. Um, so anyways, my point is, is I think everyone falls somewhere on this spectrum of tending to be either more internal or more external. Some people are very external and just blurt out the first thing they're thinking and some people might be more external, but they're not as extreme But I think, and vice versa. But I think everybody falls I tend to internally process things or externally process things more, af more often than the other way. Does that make sense? Awesome. Um, so this is the question I want to end with, and I, it is in the, if you scan the big QR code for the song, it'll be right up at the top as well. Um, so the question I have is, do you believe that you think to talk, meaning you're internal, you internally process things, or do you talk in order to think? Meaning like, I gotta talk this out before I know what I'm actually thinking about this. And what is an example of that in your life? What's one time you've done that? So last week, the well, last few weeks, since you, last time you've been here, Spencer. Wow. <laughs> no, I know, and I, I, here's the thing, I believe you. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, thank you for being, I'm serious, thank you for being here. I wouldn't joke with you if I didn't think I could. So, um, but no, what we've been doing um, is I ask a question, and in the past it was just like, now spend some time pondering that, well, Ben, play some music. And now we're doing that, but differently. <laughs> so now it's, here's a pen and some paper, um, it helps me when I write these, exactly. It helps me when I write the stories down for like the weekly stories for these things to get it out. And I think whether you're internal or external, that can help you writing this out. Because for all of us, getting it out, whether you're writing it or thinking about it and then getting it out, it's healthy for us to see that come out of us. So I want to encourage you all to answer it on that. And then last week what we did was once you have your answer, share it with somebody sitting next to you, you know, um, or share it with somebody sitting in the back of the room that you were talking with at the start of this and you want to keep a conversation going, but share it with somebody because just the way I write these things out and I get to talk to you guys about it, that story of Elena is now even funnier in my head. Like all these, all these things become more real and we own this information more when we're doing, sharing it with each other. So, uh, the question again is, do you believe that you think to talk or you talk in order to think? And what is an example of that in your life? So I'll answer. I'm not going to ask you guys to 
do something I'm not going to do. So for me, I definitely think in order to talk. I call that an internal processor. Uh, I shared a story about the band I'm in a few weeks ago. And basically the band I'm in, all three of the members in the band are internal processors. And so the last two years that we've been a band, most of that time has been us keeping a lot of our thoughts and feelings inside, which at least for me, and I think it was happening for at least some other people to a certain degree, uh, there was a lot of thoughts and feelings that might not have been reality that were put on other people, um, or, and, or you put things on other people. But my point is, because we weren't talking, we ended up, it ended up coming out in like a three hour, four hour conversation that never needed to be as emotional as it was and never needed to be as long as it was if we would have just talked about how we were feeling. But because there's three of us and we don't naturally do that, that's what happened. And so we're learning that since then, we're like, we gotta be talking. If we're thinking or feeling something, let's just say it and get it out in the open right away. So that's an example of that in my life and how I've benefited from knowing this information. So what's one of yours? <laughs> 